to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. Ladies and gentlemen, prepare to witness the greatest happening in sport. The snap, the hold, the kick is up. Does it have room? It does, and it is good. Are you kidding me? 50, 10, 5, he's the Chargers! He's the Can you believe it? 30, 25, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, 65-yard pass. St. Paul right back in this one. Gets through the middle, and he's into the end zone for the Eagles touchdown. Up three scores now, and that was, like you said, a foot race to the end zone in which he won. 15, 10, 5, dances his way into the end zone for a score. Now over for Brooks, tips, and Romel wins it! A drop shot. The pitch, swung on, hammered, deep center field, it's got a chance, gone! It's now time for the Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. The Locker Room Show is brought to you by Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering, Bellevue Hospital, Domino's Pizza, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Fisher Titus Medical Center, the Huron County Veterans Service Office, the Law Offices of Harwood and Niedermeyer, Noble Sports and Trophies, Norwalk Heating and Air, Stein Olson and Stang CPAs, Smiley Automotive, and Westside Sunoco on 95.3 WLKR. All right, folks, how about that? We are back here, back in the saddle again, as they say. Josh Bowman, Kevin Rasnick with you on the WLKR Locker Room Show. Kevin, it's good to be back. Well, I tell you what, you know, we talk about uh, the 10 weeks of the regular season being the fastest uh, 10 weeks of the year, our eight weeks off, or whatever it is, eight, nine weeks, might be the fastest eight, nine weeks uh, that uh, I'll see uh, as well. But it's great to be back. I can't believe we're talking about high school football, ready fall sports. And we're just, what, two weeks away, less than two weeks away now from opening kickoff of the 2021 high school football season. That's crazy to even think about. <laughs> I know. And uh, uh, August 20th, our first game on a Friday night during Huron County Fair Week because of the football season being moved up a week here this year because of the extended playoffs this season. So let's go ahead and go to our phone lines right now and talk to the head coach and athletic director at St. Paul, John Livengood. Good morning, John. Uh, how does this morning find you today? It's great, great. We're getting ready to scrimmage this afternoon. Uh, we're getting ready to go out and watch uh, Norwalk and Crestview, and then and we'll start warming up and, and get our scrimmage going. Uh, yeah, so certainly a uh, season probably for you, off season probably pretty quick, uh, a long year last year, but, uh, you know, this season, uh, you know, what do you think about that early start to, and then the expanded playoffs as well? Um, it's, uh, I'm not in favor of it, quite honestly. It's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's pretty tough, you know, thinking we've had really five days of practice and two days of contact and we're scrimmaging already this morning, but everybody's in the same boat, so, uh, you know, we're, we're ready to go, and, and we'll see how our kids perform. We're going against a real good Keystone team that, uh, you know, has really high expectations, so it'll be a good test for our kids. But, yeah, this shortened time frame is really tough, and, and uh, it's hard to believe that we'll be kicking off for our first game in two weeks. Yeah, and what about the expanded playoffs, John? Uh, what do you think about that? 
Well, with the expanded playoffs, uh, you know, I wish if, if they're going to do expanded playoffs, I don't necessarily mind that, but I, I think they probably need to reduce the number of regular season games. I think, you know, two weeks of preparation is probably more appropriate for getting kids ready for your first scrimmage. And, and uh, you know, I just uh, I think when you add another week of playoffs and then condense the preseason and the preparation, uh, that makes it really difficult. So I'm not necessarily in favor of that, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, you know, we're going to make the best of it and work hard and get prepared. Well, speaking of is what it is and make the best of it, let's talk about uh, New London uh, a little bit here. We know that they've had to make the decision to drop uh, 11-man football. Uh, it's certainly unfortunate uh, for them. And you know, the finals conference has been, you know, pretty much your entire career has been very stable. There hasn't been any kind of really disruptions. I think maybe Black River might have been the conference when you first started, then they left. But since then, uh, not a a lot of instability in the conference. Uh, it's unfortunate it had to happen uh, this year, though. Yeah, it's a tough, really tough situation for, for New London, and, and my heart goes out to them. It's, it's tough, and uh, you know, it has a ripple effect on all of us. But you know, I think about those kids that are seniors that want to play football, that are you know have dedicated the last four, five, six years to, to playing football and preparing for the senior season to have that taken away and. You know, it has a, a, an effect on the, you know, the, the marching band, the cheerleaders, the, the whole school community. So, a uh, real tough situation, but uh, really puts the rest of us in a bind trying to find an opponent. And uh, you know, we've been reaching out and, and putting stuff on, you know, uh, broadcasts through, throughout the state that we have an opening, and, and it's tough to find another game week eight. It's, uh, you know, hopefully something comes through and, and uh, we're able to find a game, but. Uh, it's a really tough situation. I think small school football in general, you see the numbers dropping, and, and uh, it's very concerning. It's Sandusky St. Mary's. I know St. Joe's has low numbers, and, and uh, you know now New London in this situation. So uh, it, it's, it's, it's worrisome. Hopefully a trend, that trend changes. John Livengood here with us, uh, St. Paul football coach, of course, athletic director as well. And uh, uh, let's take a look at uh, the Flyers right now, John. Uh, uh, who's back, uh, uh, top, top talent wise? Who do you have returning this year? Well, you know, I think everything, you know, you can start centering around Will Sieber. You know, Will really had a great year for us last year. He's, a, you know, been a starting inside linebacker for us for a couple of years. He's been two time All Ohio, but, you know, he contributed a lot for us offensively uh, in the backfield last year. And, and we got in a fine situation with quarterback with injuries where he ended up having to play some quarterback for us the last. A few weeks of the regular season, and uh, you know he's he's kind of our top guy all the way around, uh, both sides of the football. Uh, Zach Pocos on the line of scrimmage, both sides of the football. Um, you know, but we've we've got Caden uh, Maxwell at, at receiver. Uh, we've got some other guys with experience up front. Uh, Ethan Nolan at tight end. Uh, you know, our linebacking core returns with with Will and Quincy. Um, and Andy Meyer. So we've we've got a lot of good kids that that are coming back. Um, we're moving some kids around to different positions to uh, kind of fill those holes. And we're going to have a lot of young kids out there this year. Well, uh, this year in the Finals Conference, uh, you know, we've talked about the last few years that the conference it continues to get better and better. And, and maybe, at least on paper going into this season, this might be uh, the, the best the conference has been in a while. You can talk about, you know, Western Reserve, what they've done uh, the last couple of years. Crestview always has high expectations. Monroeville's kind of getting back to close to where they've been and, and some of the other schools as well. Of course, Plymouth's certainly done a nice job out there. South Central's always a team getting better. Just talk about the conference, uh, how you see it uh, this year. I think there's a lot of balance in the conference, you know, and again, Ty's done a nice job turning Western's program around. 
He's done had two really good seasons over there. Mapleton is a lot better. Uh, you know, uh, their 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 new coach is doing a great job with them. Of course, the Monroeville's and the Crutchews and the you know Plymouth are you know so uh, there's really good balance up and down the league. Um, uh, you know, a lot of returning starters in the league, so I think it's going to be very competitive week in week out. John Livengood here with us, uh, of course, uh, St. St. Paul and, and the Firelands Conference. Uh, uh, you know, it's always uh, been a battle uh, th- throughout the seasons. But uh, let's talk about, John, uh, your, your goals here uh, during training camp. Uh, what, what's some of the uh, specific items that y- you guys have been working on here so far? Well, for us, I mean, we've got so many. We're going we're gonna to have a number of first-year starters out, out there, and, and so... You know, getting better and getting better quickly is, is crucial for us. Um, you know, that's that's the thing. I guess maybe in some other years where we've got more kids coming back, you wouldn't feel the time crunch as much. But you know, in our situation this year, we've got we had some off-season surgeries and injuries, which has you know affected you know uh, some of our starters. And, and but we've got a lot. We've got some young guys coming you know coming up and, and uh, first-year starters. A lot of juniors, a lot of sophomores going to be on the field and. Uh, you know, so our development and, and getting better is, is uh, you know, every day is, is crucial for us. And, and uh, you know, it starts off again today with Keystone. You get that opportunity to go against a really quality opponent, and uh, that's going to that's going to show us where we really need to work. You know, going against each other that's one thing, but once you get out there and get to go against somebody else, you can really see the areas that you need to improve and, and work hard at that over the next couple weeks. Well, before I let you go, John, I just want to kind of comment on how you know, pretty remarkable it is that, uh, you know, Norwalk has seen one Division One kicker already, now two Division One kickers uh, in our little town of Norwalk. Uh, talk about uh, the one you have over there. Well, Tyler Perkins, our punter and kicker, he's been a four-year starter for us. And, you know, he was, you know, he's really, really worked hard at that. And that's something, you know, I think most coaches will be honest with you and tell you, you know, you don't, don't do a lot with kickers, you know, they, their skill development has to do a lot with what their work ethic is like and what they do on their own. Tyler's been going to camp since he was in junior high. He's got a special leg. I mean, he's, you know, and, and we talked about that when he was a freshman, you know, you keep working at this and, and you might be able to get yourself a scholarship, you know, you, and, and, you know, he was out here, he's out here every day, you know, year round and, and working on it and getting better. Um, and attended a lot of camps, and you know he was offered a full scholarship to Iowa State as a punter. Which a full scholarship for a kicker right. or punter is very rare to begin with. Um, most of the time, that's a it's a preferred walk-on situation. And if you're in the starting job, you get a scholarship. For him to do such a, a, a great job and stand out, and you know attending nationwide camps and, and you know get the get the coaches' eyes on him, you know that's, that's a key thing for him. And, and he was able to do that and perform and and uh, offered a scholarship. So we're pretty excited about it. And, you know, all the credit goes to Tyler and his work ethic and how hard he's worked to make himself better. All right, John, we'll go ahead and let you go. We know it's a busy Saturday for you. Enjoy uh, the scrimmage you're watching there right now, and then uh, uh, best of luck in your scrimmage here today as well. Thanks a lot, guys. Good talking with you. Good talking to you, John. All right, John Live and Good there, of course, head coach, athletic director at St. Paul. And, Boy, it was good to talk uh, some football right there. As uh, you know, it's our first interview here of the locker room show season. Yeah, it's nice and uh, you know familiar voice with Coach Live and Good, and you know expectations at St. Paul are are always high, and certainly they have a high you know standard uh, for what they consider success. It's going to be a tough go for them uh, this season to to get into our conference championship. They, of course, they tied with Western. Uh, and what was it, Monroeville last year uh, for a conference championship, um, or it might have been Crestview, um, but. 
yeah, this year's going to be very tough for them. They have a lot of young kids, uh, and some of these teams are bringing back a lot of talent. Uh, of course, Coach Livingood is going to put them in the best position to win and to say if I'd be shocked if they won a conference championship, no. Uh, <laughs> but it's going to be difficult for them this year. Let's go ahead and look at our broadcast schedule here a little bit uh, as we have a few minutes before we take a break, our first break of the show. Uh, we'll get things going, uh, of course, on Friday, August 20th here on 95.3. We'll have Norwalk at Mansfield Senior over on 92.9 WLKR Classic in Week 1, eight, uh, in the 20th, of course, uh, Willard at South Central, our first game there. Then over on K96, uh, we will have Firelands at Edison in our first ball game as well. And uh, enjoy, folks. Enjoy, uh, you know, if you're a high school football fan, no better place uh, to be here in the area where you can flip between three games on every Friday night. So looking forward to that once again. Yeah, certainly uh, we're going to have uh, be able to cover a lot of games with three stations and, and a lot of different areas and, and teams that, uh, you know, before I think 92-9 uh, became a, a part of our family, uh, some of those schools didn't get as much radio coverage, and, and we're glad to be able to bring some more coverage to people. And, you know, hopefully this year we know good, bad, or indifferent, COVID's still on the minds of people and still a possible issue for, for schools down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was – Certainly not having stand, fans in the stands was unfortunate. Uh, we hope that fans can be there. We hope that fans can, you know, stadiums will be full and, and good gates for these schools. Uh, but if you can't attend or for whatever reason they're going to have limited capacity, if that ever happens, I, I don't have any knowledge of that. But right. let's just say if that happens, we're just glad to bring uh, some coverage to the area. Yeah, for sure. And we'll have our pregame shows always at 6.30 and kickoffs at 7 o'clock. Go ahead and take a break here on the Locker Room Show. And when we come back, we're going to turn the tables, I guess, and talk some high school volleyball with uh, Norwalk head coach Sarah Kipp. That's right after this here on the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. Simple and free. If only everything in life were this easy. Well, at Firelands Federal Credit Union, your banking can be simple and free with their Simply Free checking account. No minimum balance, no monthly service charge, free debit card, free online banking, free bill pay, and free mobile banking with mobile deposit. It's Simply Free Checking from Firelands Federal Credit Union. Visit firelandsfcu.org for more details. Firelands Federal Credit Union, why just bank when you can belong? If your home is too hot in the summer or too cold in the winter, or maybe your heating and cooling bill is way too high, it's probably time for a new heating and cooling unit for your home. And Huron County, call the folks at Norwalk Heating and Air. And in Erie County, call Huron Heating and Air. Norwalk Heating and Air and Huron Heating and Air are your hometown Lennox dealerships. Lennox Heating and Air Conditioning Units deliver you the perfect temperature, efficiency, and energy savings for your home. Call Norwalk Heating and Air or Huron Heating and Air for a free estimate today. We take pride in what you stand on. That's why your best choice is Ball Dust Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We do things the old-fashioned way with helpful people who know their floors. The best in carpet and luxury vinyl planking for home or business. And we'll clean your tile, grout, upholstery. We even do duct cleaning. And we always stand behind our work. Visit BallDust.com and find us on Facebook or East Main Street in downtown Norwalk. Ball Dust Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering. We take pride in what you stand on. Teamwork, discipline, and responsibility all go a long way in preparing today's student-athlete for the years after high school graduation. 
the Law Office of Harwood Niedermeyer encourages you to support high school athletics and the lessons it can teach. Also, please support the academic and music boosters. This message is a service of the Law Offices of Harwood Niedermeyer, 111 Myrtle Avenue, downtown Willard. Call 419-935-0171. The Locker Room Show continues with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. What is that? I painted my face. You painted your face? <laughs> Why? On 95.3 WLKR. Well, you know, support the team. <laughs> oh, there you go. Let them know you're out there. This is the playoffs. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Good morning, folks. Back here on the Locker Room Show. Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick here with you. We're going to talk some high school volleyball now with Sarah Kipp, the head coach at Norwalk. Good to have you on the show, Sarah. How's this Saturday Thanks morning for going me. for you? Yeah, how's this Saturday morning going? Oh, it's going good. We just wrapped up um, Saturday morning practice and, and, you know, just trying to go through some repetitions this morning after we had a scrimmage last night. So, so how did that scrimmage go? Uh, could you tell us a little bit about it? I can. Uh, we had looked at Western and Margareta and Ontario and just got a chance to get um, our lineups on the floor. We are very, very young this year. Um, only ooh, one, two, three, four, four returning letter winners, and they're only one-year letter winners. So we're, we're just really young and inexperienced this year. And so we competed and had fun and, and saw lots of bright things happen. Well, we certainly know that uh, as a whole, Norwalk has had some success in the history of the program at volleyball. Certainly, you're in a position where you're trying to get back to that uh, as a coach at Norwalk. And and for you, where do you feel like you are in that process? I know you're young this year, and it, you know who knows how that translates on the court. But you're getting people with experience. That's important. Just kind of, how do you feel where yeah. you're at right now in the uh, uh, turning the program around? Um, I actually, I, I I feel good. Um, we've got great numbers in the junior high coming up. Um, we're looking at 13 on both of those rosters this year, and I'm looking at 16 and, and 18 girls in our fifth and sixth grade program. Um, you know, lots of we're looking at lots of little girls that are playing lots of different sports, which, which is awesome to see. I've got lots of softball players coming out and basketball players, and just kids that are that are involved in lots of things. And you always want your kids to be. Um, multi-sport athletes just so their their bodies are are more well-rounded yeah, so you, we're we're looking at, at some some good things coming up in in the next few years yeah you kind of uh you know my you know eyes got real wide you talk about multi-sports athletes that's always something that's very important to me and that i talk about a lot and we know volleyball is a sport that uh, continues to grow and grow in the club aspect of things and more and more girls are, are playing volleyball year-round you mentioned you have girls uh, playing multiple sports, and, and so you, you don't want to tell parents what to do or discourage kids either way. Uh, but when you look at it, you know, kids playing multiple sports versus kids playing just club, is, do you see a difference in players that way, or is that just kind of depending on each individual kid? Um, I, you know, I mean, I think it depends on each individual kid. But we, I mean, we have, I want to say, four kids in the high school program right now that are – that are playing softball, um, you know, three or four that are playing basketball, and um, I, they're I, they end up just better, well conditioned. Um, I think we, you overall you end up with less injuries um, because they're working different parts of their bodies 
uh, year-round versus the same muscle groups all the time. Sarah Kipp here with us, Norwalk Volleyball Coach. And uh, you mentioned some of your letter winners. Uh, what, four letter winners back for you this year? Uh, tell us who those are. I have um, Harley Genovese, who's looking at a, a defensive position. Um, Michaela Connick, who is going to be one of our middles. I have uh, Bailey Chapin, who is going to also be another middle. Um, Brooklyn Davis, who she's one of my multi-sport athletes. She plays basketball also. Um, she is going to be an outside hitter for us. And I had my numbers wrong. I have a, a returning setter who, um, Skylar Cassidy, she's going she's gonna to come back and set for us again this year. So um, some key positions returning and, and some experience there. Um, we're real young, and I've got an, a freshman defensive player coming up um, and then a freshman outside next night that's going to fill those roles. Um, and I've also got a sophomore right side coming up. Um, so we're, we're young overall, young and, you know, but I, lots of talent and lots of hard work happening. So, Yeah, looking at the uh, the SBC Lake Division, which you're a part of there, uh, who are some of the teams that are going to be battle, battling for a title? Where do you see yourselves in, in the uh, mix there in the SBC Lake? Well, you've got Perkins, who is returning um, I, the, every every kid. It feels like Perkins' roster didn't graduate anybody. But I know, I know they did. They lost um, their setter, and, and she, was a, she was wonderful, just did a, a wonderful job for them. So, but I know they've got, um, you know, returning outside hitters, middle hitters, their, their liberos coming back. And uh, she, she was... Um, I want to I want to say right behind um, Cami Hay for for a second team in the in the district or in the conference last year for awards. Um, so you've got Perkins who's got a veteran squad coming back. You've got Vermilion that had a very young sophomore that sophomore group last year for Vermilion um, who are now going to be juniors. They're going to be tough. Um, I know they graduated um, Cami Cole or no. I can't think of her first name. The Colahan girl, the older one. Yeah, um, Cam, right? And they graduated her, um, but she's got a younger sister, Caitlin, who is is tough. Their outside hitters are tough, um, so they they're going to be up there. So it's, I mean, the, the conference is still going to be going to be real tough. I mean, it always is, which is then you roll into your district, and that's right there. All right, Coach, uh, we'll go ahead and let you go. Thanks so much for joining us here on the program. And uh, we're going to have some matches, uh, volleyball matches, on our sister station, 92.9 WLKR Classic this season. I know you're on our schedule, so we'll catch you at the gym this season, okay? All right, sounds good. Thank you. All right, Sarah Kipp there joining us, uh, Norwalk Volleyball Coach. Uh, We'll have their match on uh, September 2nd as they host Tiffin Columbian on 92.9. Uh, we're back, uh, Kevin, with the high school volleyball matches of the week brought to you by Stein Olson and Stang. Yeah, that's awesome. We were able to kind of uh, get that started last year in 92.9. Again, just how great that station's opened up things for us sports-wise. And, you know, we've had uh, several people ask us about volleyball. And, uh, you know, Chris Stang uh, of Stein Olson and Stang, uh, assistant coach at St. Paul, a huge proponent uh, of volleyball. And he was getting in my ear almost every year the last several years about, hey, when are you going to do more volleyball? When are you going to do more volleyball? And, you know, thanks to him as a sponsor stepping up, 
up and, and you know, putting uh, money where his mouth is, that's for sure, and <laughs> help sponsor Bible, help get it on the air, and, and, and we're happy to do it. That's certainly, it's been a lot of fun. Um, I've never broadcasted volleyball up until here very recently. I didn't know if I'd like it. I didn't know much about it. Uh, the more I do it, the more fun it is. And, and when you get to those, you know, those big uh, matches that come tournament time or even like a big St. Paul Monroeville matchup in the regular season and that goes five sets, man, that's, that is, that's, that's very intense and, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's intense for us in, in the broadcast booth. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we'll get things going with the Stein Olsen and Staying High School Volleyball Match of the Week on Thursday, August 26th. Willard at Perkins. That should be a good one right there as Coach Kip talked about how good yep. Perkins is. So we'll get that one going. Norwalk hosting Tiffin Columbian here on at Edison. Uh, South Central at Monroeville. St. Paul at Monroeville. Western at St. Paul. Bellevue at Monroeville. And we'll have Monroeville at St. Paul to wrap things up. So both uh, St. Paul and Roeville's, those are penciled in before we even get going. Uh, we got to have those matchups. Yeah, and you know, you know, looking ahead, I mean, for for Monroeville, boy, you talk about, you know, graduating a ton of talent and they've done that the last few years, but I think they're at a position where, you know, much like uh, maybe a St. Paul football or here in volleyball, you you know, you don't rebuild, you reload, and I think Monroeville is is a program kind of like that. Uh, so certainly they have high expectations. St. Paul uh, brings back some talent as well. So certainly those two teams will be the favorites uh, in the conference once again. So, yeah, looking forward to it, folks. We'll get things going again on the 26th of this month with Willard at Perkins. And our coverage begins right around the 6.30 mark, somewhere in there. So uh, stay tuned for that on our sister station, 92.9, also on WLKRclassic.com. So don't forget about that if you can't get 92.9 on your radio dial. We'll take another break here in the Locker Room Show. When we come back, we're going to talk some more high school football with the head coach, uh, first-year head coach of the Monroeville Eagles, Tyler Nestor. That is up next here after the break. Also, we're going to talk some baseball with Bill Clay. The uh, Sandusky Bay Ice Haulers head coach as they wrapped up a very successful inaugural season. That's coming up as well. And don't forget about Mark Lane and the Sports Roundtable. We'll have that to wrap up the show here on The Locker Room Show on 95.3. Stick around. Bellevue Hospital extends best wishes, good health, and success to all area student-athletes. The athlete's choice to be active, play hard, keep fit, and work to be on top of their games sets a great example for all of us to make healthy choices. And the Bellevue Hospital is the right choice for all of your health care needs. Visit them online at BellevueHospital.com or follow them on Facebook. The Bellevue Hospital, quality care close to home for over 100 years. Kind, caring, innovative. These are just a few of the words that our patients use to describe their experience at Fisher Titus Medical Center. Every day, our staff strives to treat each of our patients as if they were one of our own, like Fisher Titus family. At Fisher Titus, we're proud to offer our community a wide range of services, from pediatrics to senior care, ensuring you get the right care right here in your own community. We are here for you. We are Fisher Titus Medical Center. To find a location near you, visit FisherTitus.org. Smiley Automotive gets it. Nearly everyone is hiring, so why work for them? How about bonus plans, paid holidays, retirement plans, family-friendly atmosphere, and up to three weeks paid vacation? You get all that and more when you work for Smiley Automotive. They're looking for two techs, two detailers, and two salespeople. Hurry up and apply, because if you're first to be hired, you'll receive extra time off. To apply, just call or stop in and ask for Jim Newberger. Smiley Automotive looks forward to making you a part of their family. Smiley Automotive, making car buying 
In the Army National Guard, family means everything. They really appreciate what she's done as a sister as well as a soldier and, you know, supporting their country. Our parents, they were really supportive that all five of us would join. Family members that are soldiers in the Army National Guard inspire and influence, setting a path for others. It's validating knowing that, you know, I kind of did my part to make sure this is what they actually wanted and that they feel the same way I do. I'm really proud that we get to help shape the future, and I know that my sisters are going to be amazing soldiers. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard instills pride that you and your family will share in. A lot of pride, and they're just out there doing something every day and then serving their country as well. I got my education because of the Guard. I got to travel a little bit and experience a whole different culture. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Ohio Army National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. Hi, this is Tom Hamilton. The pitch swung on, hit high, hit deep to left center. This ball, gone! This is Jim Rosenhouse. Here's the pitch to Ramirez. And he swings and crushes one deep down the right field line. It is a fair ball home run. Now back to the Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick on 95.3 WLKR. Welcome back to the Locker Room Show. Josh Bowman, Kevin Rasnick here with you, talking some high school football here this morning with the head football coach at Monroeville, Tyler Nestor. Thanks for joining us, Coach. We appreciate it. And uh, just how's the offseason been going for you since uh, you've been named head coach? It's been really good. Uh, first of all, thank you guys for having me on. I appreciate that. Um, Off-season's been, uh, been going great. Um, got the camp days in uh, June and July. The team started to come together, and obviously the first week of two days this week, uh, trying to build some mental stuff. This and once again, trying to get the team to buy into working together and being one unit, one program. Well, of course, we have to address the elephant in the room, so to speak, uh, with New London uh, moving to eight-man football. Uh, unfortunate situation for them. A long-time member of the Finals Conference has been a stable conference uh, for a long time now. Unfortunately, they had to do what they had to do. Uh, what did that mean for you guys? Um, we, we've known about it since probably about mid-July, so uh, Mr. Paul and myself kind of sat down and kind of created a game plan. We reached out to a couple of schools, uh, and luckily we were able to pick up Gibsonburg for that week. Um, unfortunately, though, it's at Gibsonburg, so we kind of leave the home game there. Uh, but we have a game, so better than last year, better than um, having a fight. Yeah, certainly that's the case. Uh, again, unfortunate for them. We hope we can get uh, uh, New London back on uh, all of your guys' schedules here soon enough. But talking about this season, it seems like a lot of area teams are breaking in new quarterbacks and breaking a lot of uh, you know new talent at key positions for you. Bringing back a quarterback, obviously, and you're also bringing back, uh, you know, talent at some key positions uh, this year. Um, so yeah, Isaac's been been great this off season. Yeah, he was like one of our captains, along with uh, Ian Schaefer and uh, Braden Schuler, all skilled guys. Uh, so we do have to replace some offensive linemen, and uh, the young guys got to step up. And throughout this camp, they're stepping up. And actually, we're on our way to our uh, first scrimmage in Van Buren. So the whole coaching staff and kids are excited to. Uh, see what we can put together today and uh, reevaluate and check that out on film on Monday. Tyler Nestor here with us, uh, Monroeville head coach. And uh, I know it's early, but uh, what, what are your thoughts on the Firelands Conference here as you guys get going with some scrimmages? Mm-hmm. Over the past couple of years, I mean, the conference itself has been getting better and better and better. Um, Midwestern has been good for a couple of years. Coach Stevenson over there has done a great job. Obviously, baseball and Coach Biden's good. Uh, they're all extremely competitive. 
trust you too. I mean, it's across the board. You never know what's going to happen week to week. Um, and all the coaches in uh, in Mapleton, they they finished strong down there with uh, Coach Stafford. So conference wide, uh, everybody's looking good and excited to start that uh, portion of our season. Uh, what do you think about uh, having to start the regular season, uh, you know, an extra week early, and then uh, the expanded playoffs? Obviously, uh, it's not a huge fan, but I think we've adjusted as a staff. Uh, a lot of uh, time in the uh, summer session, camp session, get our offense, the offense installed. Uh, not terrible, not too bad, but obviously colleges and, and NFL kind of going to that way, trying to keep the wear and tear off the kids. Limit concussions, limit injuries, uh, but kids adjust. We adjust as well as the staff, so I think we're on the right track. Coach, before we let you go here, uh, what are some of your goals? Uh, some of the things that you guys are working on here in camp. Uh, one, we got a new offense. He is a little bit different by being a little bit done uh, more than we have in the past uh, with Isaac, uh, and then defensively the same. But uh, the biggest goal for this week is two days, and we talked about. Week every day, every day. It's fixing little things, making sure we're doing little things, and then our uh, interior team goals uh, will come to light. So work on those little things, get mentally tough, come together. Are our biggest goals right now. All right, sounds good, Coach. Uh, thanks so much for joining us here this morning on the Locker Room Show, and uh, we'll be catching up with you here down the road, okay? All right, perfect. Thank you guys again. All right, Tyler Nestor there, the head football coach at Monroeville, joining us in uh, on the Domino's Hotline. Thanks uh, so much for him for uh, working out a few minutes here. Folks, we'll go ahead and take another break here in the Locker Room Show. Had to get my music fired up there. All right, folks, coming up after the break, we're going to talk some baseball. Their season is over, but a tremendous season it was for the Sandusky Bay Ice Haulers, the college baseball team up at Cedar Point Sports Force Parks. We'll talk to their manager, Bill Clay, calling us from Texas. We'll talk to him here in just a minute. Also, the Domino's trivia question is back for this season. We'll have that for you, as well as the sports roundtable with Mark Lane, all coming up next here in the second part, part two of the Locker Room Show here on 95.3 WLKR. By now, most of you are familiar with Noble Sports and Trophies in Norwalk. Dwight and the crew have been around since 1986. But do you know everything that they do? They do silkscreen printing, embroidery, heat press, vinyl cutting, custom designs, team wear, awards, scratch engraving, laser engraving, glass engraving, and add specialty items. Add all that to their 30 years of experience, and why would you go anywhere else but Noble Sports and Trophies on 8.5 East Seminary Street in Norwalk. Do you have a vehicle to sell? Having bad luck online trying to sell it or don't even know where to begin? Jeff Danhoff from Schaefer Danhoff Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram and Willard wants to personally invite you to his dealership. He's looking for vehicles to add to their pre-owned inventory. They can get you a price and paid all in the same day. No hassle, no gimmicks, and you don't even need to be in the market to buy a vehicle. Come in and just say, I'm here to sell my vehicle, and they can get you paid and on your way at Schaefer Danhoff and Willard. This is Matt from the Huron County Veteran Service Office in Norwalk. I wanted to take some time to let you know about what we do. We provide transportation, whether it be for doctor's visits or for other reasons. We make filing claims with the VA easier for veterans and their families. And the best part? Our services are free. We have service officers available to start investigating your claims and answer any questions you have along the way. Just give our office a call at 419-668-4150. Again, 419-668-4150. We would love to assist you. 
Pedego Electric Bikes lets you enjoy the great outdoors by riding longer and further than you ever thought possible. With electric pedal assist, you can ride with as much or as little exercise as you want. Even in the dog days of summer, bike riding can be fun again with the cool breeze blowing by you at a pace you're comfortable with. People of all ages and sizes can now ride with Pedego Electric Bikes. Rent to Pedego and ride the brand new Sandusky Bay Pathway, and you'll be screaming, Hello, fun! Want to really get out and explore? Rent a Pedego and take it to any of the islands by ferry from downtown and ride the scenic islands. Customers are saying this was the best part of their vacation. Stop down to Pedego Electric Bike Shop in downtown Sandusky, next to the Shores and Islands Tourist Center. They're open daily, 10 to 7. Call today, 884-HELLO-FUN or online at pedagosandusky.com. Reyes swings and hits it. Deep to left. Forget about it. Another rocket. Indians baseball on WLKR. And Reyes has his second home run tonight. It's the Tribe and the Tigers tonight at Progressive Field, a 7-10 first pitch, airtime for Indians warm-up, 6:35. This is Terry Francona. Your home for Tribe Baseball is 95-3 WLKR. The Locker Room Show with your hosts, Josh Bowman and Kevin Rasnick. I gotta tell you, you're lucky you're not cursed with this charisma. Every Saturday morning at 9 on 95-3, the sports voice of the Firelands. All right, folks, welcome on back here to the Locker Room Show, 9.38 the time. Josh Bowman, Kevin Rasnick here with you, our season premiere. We're going to talk some high, no, I was going to say high school football, but uh, maybe we can. I don't know. Uh, we're, we're going to Texas for this one, and they are known for high school football, but we're going to talk some baseball with the uh, Sandusky Bay Ice Haulers manager, Coach Bill Clay. Uh, good morning, Bill. How you doing there in Texas? Good morning. Uh, pretty warm down here already. <laughs> I bet it is. Uh, you guys had a very successful season. Uh, I, I guess, uh, first of all, congratulations on the successful season. Uh, all in all, what, what, uh, you know, kind of feedback or kind of, uh, thoughts and, uh, you know, uh, thoughts are coming, coming your way here after that season in Sandusky? Well, I'll tell you, we just, we had a, a great, uh, bunch of young men that, uh, bonded very well together and uh, once they got to know each other and they pushed each other and had competition against each other and uh, it just turned out to be a great great summer yeah and uh, the ice Lars again uh, you know finished uh, uh, North division uh, title winners and then uh, you know, losing in the first round uh, of the playoffs you got home field but lost to a really good Lima locos team uh, uh, certainly you guys probably wanted to end the season a little bit better but and again, we talked about a lot. You guys starting 0-5 and in, in a position to compete for a championship at the end of the season. Uh, just kind of talk about uh, the grind that you guys uh, went through and, and the adversity you guys face and, and coming out uh, just that close to winning a championship. Yeah, it was, it was a great experience. And, you know, guys, uh, we've had several interviews, and, and all I asked the players to do was just show up every day and give 100%. And... Uh, those guys bought into it, man. They came to the ballpark, especially, especially when we were at home, and uh, they they just weren't going to get beat. 
Bill Clay here with us, uh, manager of the Sandusky Bay Ice Haulers. Uh, what was your take on uh, just the Sandusky area in general? Uh, how did you like spending your summer here on Lake Erie? Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, we had to live out in Fremont at a, at a dormitory, so I didn't get to see much of Sandusky, but I'm, I'm looking forward to maybe coming back next year and living in Sandusky. It's a, it's a beautiful, beautiful area. Lots of nice golf courses, and uh, I hope to see more of it next summer. Well, we obviously hope to, to see more of you next summer as, you know, we're, we're the home, the radio home of the Ice Haulers. Uh, hopefully we'll be back again next year. But uh, going back to this year, uh, individual accolades, you winning manager of the year uh, in, in your league, uh, Scott Makowitz, uh, player of the year. And I know, uh, you know, baseball guys particularly love to talk about, you know, team and, and, and not much about their individual success. Uh, but that's also something that uh, you and, and, of course, Scott can be proud of. Well, it's always nice to receive an honor, but, you know, uh, the players win the ball games and the coaches lose the ball games. That's, <laughs> that's the way I was always brought up. So I, I was just kind of along for the ride. Uh, sure, I did some managing uh, throughout the season, you know, and doing some certain things in certain situations, but without those guys, we couldn't do it. So my hat's off to all the, uh, all the players. Was there any particular uh, favorite moment or uh, maybe some takeaways from this season that uh, you'll, you'll remember? You know, I'd have to give that some thought. <laughs> nothing, really jumps, nothing really jumps out at me. It's, uh, you know, of course the winning streak was just uh, just unbelievable. You know, you don't see that too often. And it, it was just so neat coming to the ballpark when we were on that streak. Uh, the confidence you could feel in our kids was uh something you don't experience too often well very cool there uh we really enjoyed talking to you this past season coach uh had a had a blast calling baseball it's our first real opportunity kevin and i have had at calling uh you know baseball on a consistent basis and uh boy it was fun coming down to the ballpark uh every week and uh thanks for all you've done for for us uh this past season and uh best of luck going forward okay coach well, I appreciate it, guys. Like I said, I hope to see you next summer, God willing. All right, sounds good. Uh, have a good one there. Thank you. All right, Coach Bill Clay of the Sandusky Bay Ice Haulers, and what a fun season it was spending it over there in Sports Force Parks. Yeah, a couple of things that jumped off to me. I didn't know what to expect uh, going into this. Uh, you know, I've heard of the league but wasn't too familiar with it. Certainly this was the first year for the Ice Haulers. We're supposed to have it last year for obvious reasons. They did not. Uh, but what jumped off the page is the level of talent that 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 you see. Um, these kids are from you know all over the country as far as who play in this league. And there's teams mostly in Ohio, West Virginia, Indiana, and, and Michigan. But you know, kids all the way. I've seen kids from Canada, kids from Texas, California, uh, Alabama. Lots of kids from Alabama. Um, and it, just the the talent uh, that you see certainly in pitching and some hard throwers in that league has got some great movement. <laughs> uh, Fielding and of course hitting, we've seen some really good, powerful hitters in that league. Uh, good athletes. You read some of the bios of these kids, and they're all state in football, all state in baseball, or whatever it is, basketball. Just really talented athletes in this league. Yeah, it was so much fun, and uh, we saw some uh, crazy endings to ball games, uh, some blowouts, some close games, uh, lots of home runs. Uh, like you said, a lot of uh, great pitching as well. 
Uh, Scott Makowitz, uh, keep your eye on him. He, he was the North Division Player of the Year. Uh, goes to Toledo, and uh, I think uh, the future is bright for him. Uh, some some of the the pitching staff also for the Ice Haulers. Uh, some tremendous. You mentioned the movement in their pitches. Uh, just just something to see because of where we were sitting, we were seeing the ball come right at us, and boy, uh, the pitchers came to play this year. Yeah, it's it's. I think hitting a baseball certainly at the major league level, but almost at, at any level when you guys can throw upper 80s, low 90s, and that and that ball is moving, you know, you know, away from the hitter, jamming you, or a curveball that drops literally 12 to six. You know, I think hitting a baseball arguably is one of the hardest things to do in sports. Oh yeah, without a doubt. So uh, let's go ahead and talk a little bit of high school football before we get Mark Lane up on the. A sports roundtable. Uh, we mentioned our opening week games. How about the Saturday night game that we have in the opening opening week here on at St. Paul? Yeah, that's a game that uh, they took a, a few years off uh, from playing against each other. That's such a great matchup. We've seen some great games uh, between those two schools, and and Huron's going to be very good this year. They're going to be very athletic, very fast as they normally are. That's a good Tiger team over there in Huron. Uh, that's a huge test for the Flyers, but I I love that matchup for the Flyers. It's really you know for them it's a, a no lose situation. If you lose that game, you're losing to a, a bigger school, right? If you win that game, boy, doesn't that do great wonders for you moving on rest of the season? Uh, uh, so looking forward to seeing how that one plays out. Yeah, the following Friday we'll have St. Paul at Fremont-St. Joe. Uh, an interesting matchup for Norwalk on uh, September 3rd. Norwalk hosting Olmstead. Uh, excuse me, my chair's flying back. <laughs> Norwalk hosting Olmstead Falls. Yeah, certainly. That's got uh, some some local ties to that uh, with Olmstead Falls uh, coach coming back to town. And, and boy, the, the truckers have a very, very tough schedule to, to start the season. Uh, but it's always cool to see teams that maybe uh, that you haven't seen. I know they've scrimmaged in the past, but uh, a regular season matchup with the, for us, for a school that we really haven't seen before, uh, or for fans to see a school they really haven't seen before uh, in person, that's always fun. Yeah, we also have Norwalk hosting Columbus Bishop Hartley as well during the season. Uh, let's see. Of course, you have your traditional games, Norwalk at Klein, Tiffin Columbian at Norwalk. Then we wrap up the season with uh, one of our favorite matchups always, Monroeville at St. Paul. And, and certainly conference implications could be on, on the line there. That's uh, that's a, a renewed rivalry, right? Uh, Monroeville's gotten a, a victory over St. Paul recently. And, and uh, you know, how that game uh, ended uh, with someone letting off fireworks in, in the uh, <laughs> In the uh, parking lots uh, for Marovo and Celebration Day, good for them. But uh, that wasn't uh, looked too kind upon uh, from the St. Paul faithful, understandably so. But yes. uh, you know, it's, it's a rivalry, right? If that's the worst that's going to happen in a rivalry, no big deal. Uh, it's just kind of fun to see uh, some fuel added to that fire every now and then. A couple other games I want to mention, 92-9. Uh, we have Tiffin Calvert coming to Monroeville in Week 2. That should be a good one. Edison at Western Reserve. Uh, Monroeville at Western should be a nice matchup on uh, October the 8th. Uh, Vermillion at Willard wraps up the season. Over on K96, uh, Huron at Norwalk. That should be a fun one. We uh, Right after Huron plays St. Paul, they take on Norwalk. Yeah, again, that's a great matchup. Uh, Norwalk is a team that's certainly replacing, uh, going to replace a lot of talent, bring a lot of talent back as well, and uh, you know that's going to be a, a fun matchup. Willard at Huron, a new head coach at Willard. Uh, we'll see what happens with the Flashes. Also, Norwalk at Perkins, Edison Vermillion, and we wrap up with the traditional uh, rivalry. Speaking of rivalries, Huron at Edison, of course. And that, you know, I'm not, well, I should say I am a betting man, but I don't bet in high school sports. That's that's just ridiculous. But if I was a betting man in high school sports, A, I'd be degenerate. B, uh, I'm betting that game has uh, conference implications at the end. So there you go, folks, a look at our high school football broadcast schedule. 
We'll take a break here on the Locker Room Show, the Sports Roundtable, and our Domino's Trivia question coming up next here. Stay with us. Are you aware of any weekly tax law changes? Are you taking all the deductions you are entitled to? Are you confident that you don't owe any penalties or interest because of previous reporting errors? Steinolson and Stang CPAs have been serving the area for over 55 years, specializing in small business and individual tax filing, financial statement preparation, payroll preparation, and individual tax planning. Call Chris Stang or Todd Olson at Stein Olson and Stang to discover the difference. Never underestimate the value of a CPA. Westside Sunoco, located on West Main Street in Norwalk, is proud to provide you with quality Sunoco fuel and proud to serve your community. Whether you need to fill your tank up or fill your belly with a cup of coffee, energy drink, or snack to get you through the day, it's safe to say Westside Sunoco has you covered. Westside Sunoco is a proud supporter of all local athletes. Congratulations to the parents, coaches, and of course the student athletes for your success. Everyone from Westside Sunoco will be cheering you on. He's a man. Welcome back to the Locker Room Show on 95.3 WLKR. Such a man. It's time for the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Lane, with the Sports Roundtable. Mark joins Josh and Kevin to talk all things sports, including high school athletics, the Tribe, the Blue Jackets, the Browns, and Buckeyes, as well as what he is grilling for dinner. The Sports Roundtable and the Locker Room Show begins now. All right, folks, time for the Sports Roundtable with Mark Lane to wrap up the program here today. Josh and Kevin with you, WLKR Locker Room Show season premiere. And Mark here with us on the Domino's Hotline. How you doing, Mr. Mark Lane? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped up on caffeine because I'm suffering from sleep deprivation, uh, staying up till 1 o'clock and then getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning all week to watch live Olympic wrestling. <laughs> uh, you are a trooper, my friend. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been good. The uh, United States finished up this morning uh, with a silver uh, with Kyle Snyder, uh, uh, you know, and, and, and uh, a bronze with uh, Terry Hildebrandt from uh, Indiana, and, and they ended up with nine uh, medals uh, as far as wrestling goes, which was uh, pretty good. It's one of the best performances by uh, the United States in a long time. Yeah, I don't remember the guy's name, but uh, and I wasn't able to watch this live, but saw the highlights of uh, one of our wrestlers uh, winning with uh, with a you know a two point uh, was it takedown with as the clock basically expired to get the uh, gold medal. Well, yeah, th- that was actually the heavyweight uh, uh, Gable Steve Stevenson. Uh, he was the NCAA champion from Minnesota, and uh, he. He scored. He was actually down. Uh, he was down uh, by three points, and he got a takedown with six and a half seconds left to cut it to one. And then he got another takedown with point two seconds left in the match to win the gold medal. And uh, that was 
he he trumped uh, he trumped uh, David Taylor, who had won in the last uh, seconds the uh, gold medal. And uh, David Taylor, he was a uh, four-time state champion at St. Paris Graham, and he was Logan Stieber's only high school loss. Wow. Yeah, that's right. You told me that earlier this week, Mark. Yeah, pretty crazy stuff right there. Uh, I want to congratulate the American basketball team. They picked up a gold medal, uh, defeating France last night, too. That game was actually on before my bedtime at 10.30 last night. So I stayed up and watched about half of that last night before I conked out. But, uh, yeah, uh, a win. I know uh, the USA is playing uh, Japan or have played Japan it, in the it, ba- baseball. It ended while you guys have been on the air. 2 nothing. Japan wins the gold. Uh, bummer, but at least they picked up a silver, right? Uh, not too bad. Yes. Yeah, and we still have uh, women's uh, volleyball and women's basketball for the gold medal matches and game yet. All right, man. You, you're going to be our Olympic uh, analyst well, for years to come. I'm going to say the next one, we might see if we can find in the budget just to send Mark to the Olympics and let him <laughs> be an official correspondent. Jeez. <laughs> not to, I'll have to sell more, uh, more advertising, that's, I think, to, to get him there, but uh, we can make it work, get a sponsor or something. All right, well, Mark. It would be a lot better than the, the Olympics have been this year because there are no fans right. there. Yeah, and, that's, you know, that's, that's probably the biggest you know, drawback. Yeah, for sure. Uh, anyhow, Mark, uh, I know we haven't had a chance to talk to you about the Indians and uh, what, what's been going on with the tribe this summer, of course, with uh, the name change coming up and uh, the, the uh, agreement for the lease extending that 15 more years and what the uh, the Indians did during the trading deadline, moving some pieces there. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on all that, Mark? Well, you combine that with the fact that, uh, you know, we went through all the injuries uh, this summer, including losing our whole starting rotation. And, uh, you know, it, it's probably a miracle that the tribe's still hovering around 500. But, uh, you know, these, these changes, uh, they've kind of made a youth movement uh, here uh, uh, in the second half. I'm, the, probably the most important thing was I was glad that they, they, uh, they kept Jose. Right. Yeah, the, the what? Uh, go ahead, Kevin. Well, yeah, I mean, certainly, uh, you know, for you know, you keeping Jose, they're talking about extending him, and they're talking about increasing payroll for next year, and you're getting some young kids some playing time, and we've seen some some guys uh, play well. We know there are going to be some guys coming back from injury, uh, 100% healthy next season. Uh, this season is what it is. If you if you stay around 500, great. Uh, but uh, again, it, it doesn't seem like the Indians will be bad here anytime in the new future. I mean, they're setting themselves up to be successful moving forward next year. Yeah, I think probably the most important thing is is that the the tribe is doing a little retooling without scrapping everything. So you know they're they're, they're retooling and staying competitive. And you know if some of these young kids come through, uh, you know they could they could be back challenging uh, you know faster uh, rather than uh, slower. Well, I want to talk to you about uh, about New London, uh, you know, the Wildcat football team switching to eight-man football. Certainly unfortunate. And, and my first memory, real memory of the New London football team is those Anthony Daniels teams back in the early mid-90s uh, uh, era where they were pretty good. It's been a rough patch for them uh, as far as wins and losses. Now a rough patch for them where they can't have 11-man football. And and I think Coach Levengood hit it on the head when he talked about, you know, it certainly hurts the seniors and the band members and cheerleaders and everybody involved in, in football. And, and it's just it's it's very unfortunate. Yeah, and and we've already seen that in the area with uh, 
you know, Sandusky St. Mary's Central Catholic, I mean, you know, they had a great uh, football team for years. In fact, uh, they lost uh, in the fourth quarter to St. Henry in a state championship game back when Hoying was the quarterback at St. Henry. But, you know, to see them have to go to eight-man football. And then, you know, we've been hearing rumors, uh, you know, for the last couple of weeks. I know you guys and, and I've been hearing rumors about New London numbers. And, uh, you know, it's unfortunate, but, you know, it seems to be a sign of the times right now uh, that, uh, you know, teams aren't being able to field 11-man football, and uh, it seems like there are more teams that are going to 8-man football. Mark Lane, Sports Roundtable, right here in the Locker Room Show. And, uh, Mark, uh, before we let you go here, uh, aside from what's going on there in New London, give us a couple of uh, things to look forward to this high school football season, Mark. Well, I, I'll tell you what, it's going to be great to, to be able to hopefully, knock on wood, have the stands full again and, and be back to a normal situation. We were thankful that we, uh, we got, you know, what we did last year, uh, more organized schedule. We didn't know what was going on last year, whether we were going to have football or not. And I know Randy and I are looking forward to, uh, you know, carrying the banner at K96 and, uh, we, you know, we're excited, uh, opening, uh, you know, up with, uh, Firelands and Edison. That's a local rivalry with, you know, Firelands being, uh, right down 113. And, uh, all the games that we have on all three stations, uh, we're going to have a bunch of great football, uh, games this year because we've got a lot of very good football teams in the area. All right, Mark. Uh, thanks for joining us and, uh, have a great weekend. Uh, we'll catch up with you next Saturday. All right. Hey, it sounds great. And, you know, most of us didn't really miss you guys because we could listen to you every week doing the ice haulers. Boy, that was a great uh, run, especially the way it started when they were 0-5, but a lot of fun this season. All right. Thanks, Mark. Uh, have a good weekend and, and enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you back here same time. Sounds good, guys. All right. Mark Lane joining us there via the Domino's Hotline Sports Round table. All right, uh, coming up here, got a couple minutes left in the program, our Domino's trivia question. Yes, yeah, talk about New London, right? Uh, when's the last time the Wildcats, uh, New London, uh, won a FC championship? So last time New London won a Finals Conference Championship in football, I'll give you a hint, it was a tie uh, with St. Paul. So what year was that? Was that 1985, 1995, 2005, or 2015? So the last time New London Wildcats Won an FC championship. They tied with the St. Paul Flyers. Uh, what year was that? 85, 95, 2005, or 2015? And those numbers to call, folks. Norwalk, 419-663-4953. Sandusky, 419-609-4953. Or toll-free, 866-663-4953. Uh, another uh, a free Domino's pizza on the line. Yep. So there you go. We'll take a break. And when we come back, we'll wrap up the show. All right. Uh, this has been the Locker Room Show. Uh, one more segment to wrap it up right after this here on 95.3.
can't imitate every animal in under two minutes. Or karate chop a hundred boards. Or ride a horse coast to coast. Next step, Rhode Island. But with Domino's new car side delivery two-minute guarantee, you can have a pizza headed to your car in under two minutes. Just order Domino's car side delivery and check in when you arrive. If we take longer than two minutes after your order is ready, your next pizza is free. Forget Rhode Island. I'm going to Domino's. Offer available to online carryout customers who select Domino's car side delivery. For full details and restrictions, visit dominoes2minuteguarantee.com. When will the danger become crystal clear? When you read another statistic... When it happens to your neighbor, when your family is shattered, when will you finally take action? Don't let another family's life fall to pieces due to the dangers of unsafe railroad crossings. Report bad railroad crossings at angelsontrack.org. That's angelsontrack.org. Because bad crossings kill good drivers. Sponsored by Angels on Track, aired by OAB and the station. The Locker Room Show continues on 95.3 WLKR. Presented by Schaefer Danhoff, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram. Wrapping things up here. Congratulations to our Domino's Trivia winner during the break there. Our buddy Bob Shum from Norwalk knew the answer was. 1995, uh, the Illinois Wildcats shared the FC Championship uh, with St. Paul, so that's the last time the Wildcats uh, won a FC championship. The year before, they won it outright in 1994. Uh, but, uh, you know, again, not an opportunity this year to win a championship. Uh, won't be playing 11-man football. Let's hope, uh, not just New London, but any school who who is playing 8-man, who, who want to get back to 11-man, uh, start getting those numbers. My fear is that we're going to see things go the other way and more schools playing 8-man football. Uh, Fremont St. Joe's, as Coach Levengood mentioned, is certainly in, in danger of that. Uh, but let's hope things turn around. Yeah, let's hope so. All right, folks, coming up here tonight on WLKR, we have the Indians taking on Detroit at Progressive Field. 635 pregame, 710 first pitch. The Indians believe 6-1 to winners last night over Detroit. So uh, hopefully uh, they'll get another win here tonight. Don't forget about the Berlin Heights Basket Festival going on today, too. I'll be out there with my buddy Cammy uh, calling the parade today. Oh, that's right. Yep. One thirty uh, for the parade there in Berlin Heights. Yeah, well, I'll be driving three hours with two three-year-olds to Cincinnati <laughs> and then hanging out at the Cincinnati Zoo tomorrow with two three-year-olds, a one-year-old, a five-year-old, and a six-year-old, and my in-laws. So, uh, yay. Peace be with you. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. Have a good Saturday. We'll see you back here next week at 9 o'clock. And uh, God bless you, and have a great weekend here on 95.3 WLKR. And that'll do it for this week's Locker Room Show. Today's show has been brought to you by West Side Sunoco, Smiley Automotive, Stein Olson & Stang CPAs, Norwalk Heating & Air, Noble Sports & Trophies, the Law Offices of Harwood and Niedermeyer, the Huron County Veterans Service Office, Fisher Titus Medical Center, Firelands Federal Credit Union, Domino's Pizza, Bellevue Hospital, and Baldoff's Carpet Cleaning and Floor Covering on the Sports Voice of the Firelands 95.3 WLKR. Well, bye.